Hello and welcome back to the Practicing Human Podcast. This is the podcast where every day we are practicing getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara. And for those who have been listening, you will be happy to hear, quite literally, the sound has improved. Yes, my new microphone has arrived. I apologize for some of the poor audio over the last few days. I am a stickler for good audio, so I'm hoping you're enjoying it as much as I am. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why the more at ease you become with yourself, the less you need to manufacture the world around you. More to come in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the lovely bells. I'll ring them, you listen, and follow the sound all the way until it dissolves into silence. Hmm, that was a good one. Okay, so today's episode, the more at ease you become with yourself, the less you need to manufacture the world around you. Hmm, I think that's something we know intuitively. We hear this message in different ways as we're growing up. The idea that nothing external can give us lasting happiness or you have to love yourself first before anyone else can, all of this stuff. But if you look at m- how most of us are navigating life, it, it does appear, at least to me, that we're still trying to navigate the external world to, to fit our blueprint of how it should be so that we can feel more at ease. And we get hits of that being true because uh, there is some relief, a little bit of a dopamine hit or something settling in our nervous system when the external world does conform to what we want it to be. Usually that's just out of luck or we work really hard for something and then we get it and then it's like, oh yes, finally got it. But we also know that that's a never-ending treadmill and then it's the next thing that we're chasing and then we get that and then we get that sense of ease. So there's this constant striving for that moment of release where the tension goes away we can feel at ease but it's contingent upon the external conditions of our world offering that ease i know for me this is how i lived much of my life and i still find myself getting caught in that trap however it was my meditation practice that showed me a different way to find a peace a sense of ease And a kind of happiness that didn't require constantly needing to manufacture the world around me. And it's always so striking to me just how direct the relationship is between me becoming more comfortable with myself and me needing less the world to be a certain way. Uh, It's all anecdotal evidence, of course, because I only have my subjective experience to, to document. But when I increase my meditation practice let's say from like 15 minutes to 30 minutes or 30 minutes to an hour or the times when I'm doing three hours a day, it's just, 
I can allow other people to be the way they are without needing to try and make them something different in order for me to feel fulfilled. I let things kind of unfold in their own way without needing to control it so much and try and force events to happen or uh, work in my favor. And even when difficult things arise, there's just a totally new uh, relationship to it. I, I still don't want them to happen, but there's much more ease within myself and always like this this trust that accompanies me in those moments of, okay, well, this is just another moment that's unfolding the way it is. I only have so much control over it anyway, and I'm able to move through my life more fluidly. And it makes sense why this would happen. We're all on some level looking for greater fulfillment, happiness, wholeness, whatever word you want to put on it, and different people talk about it in different ways, but we just want to feel okay, we want to feel good, we want to feel better, we want to feel complete. So how do we do it? We try and get in a relationship that can complete us in some way, we try and get material items that can make us feel like we we have everything we need, that we're totally secure. We try and get enough money that makes us feel like we don't have to worry about anything. And all of that can be really powerful and good and profound. And you can explore dimensions of your humanness through external things that you might not be able to do as much with yourself. I'm thinking specifically in a relationship. But when we're so dependent on those external things, uh, we can never get fully satisfied just because those external things are always going to change. And then we need to have this strangle-like grip on those things being a certain way so that they can always offer us that feedback of fulfillment. And we all know how that goes, especially in a relationship when you're dependent on a person being uh, a certain way, acting a certain way, behaving to you in a certain way in order for you to be fulfilled. It's not fair to them, and it's not fair to your own well-being. So that's our usual way, at least as I've observed in the world, of how we try and get to this like sense of completion or wholeness or okayness. But the big work happens when we turn our attention internally, and we go, well, what do I need to do to be more at ease with myself, to, to fill in those gaps uh, those voids, those feelings of emptiness. What do I need to do myself? How can I become more at ease with myself? When that starts to shift, then <laughs> just so predictably, as I said, we we slowly start to notice that we can let the external world sort of be as it is. And we don't have that same stranglehold grip on people needing to be a certain way or events in our life needing to be a certain way or things unfolding in our job or with our kids, there's more space around it because we're not constantly trying to fill these voids with something external. So how do we do that work of becoming more at ease with ourselves? Well, that's about a 365-day podcast right there in itself. But that is very much what we've been talking about in this podcast up to this point. And at least in this episode, I, I use the example of how meditation was one way I do it for myself. But um, there are a lot of ways that I explore becoming more at ease with myself and a lot of ways that many people explore becoming more at ease with themselves. 
You know, in yesterday's episode, we talked about the three steps to show up for yourself. I would re-listen to that if you uh, if you don't remember it or you haven't listened to it yet, because I do believe it it provides a framework for this cultivation of greater ease, being able to be present for yourself, being able to listen deeply, and being able to trust. All of that starts to uh, shift your relationship to your internal experience and does create uh, a coziness within yourself, even in relationship to discomfort or pain. There are always going to be those things that we want to get rid of. And until we do the work to make peace with them and to integrate them and to not constantly resist them, then we're always going to be looking for ways to numb or to mask or to try and find some kind of happiness or joy or dopamine hit that overrides the discomfort. And it will be never ending. That I know to be true. The mind just doesn't work any other way. We can't possibly reach any deep fulfillment through that strategy. Eventually, we have to exhaust that process, turn the attention inward, and work on making peace with ourselves. First step is just being present, just being willing to show up, not push, not fight, take a deep breath into the fullness of who you are and what's here, what is arising for you in this moment, and try and be with it a little bit longer. That, that awareness in itself goes a very long way and over time has uh, an integrating effect. So hopefully this helps you a little bit more on your journey of practicing human. The last, I'd say, four or five episodes uh, have been echoing the sentiment of today's podcast. So review those. We're, we're kind of building on it right now. And it's all about this making space for more dimensions of ourselves. So thanks for being with me. I'll talk to you soon, tomorrow actually. And until then, take care. Hey, hey, before you go, we got the after party. Yes, yesterday we did not have an after party. Didn't really have any announcements. But people were sad they missed the after party. Don't worry, it's not going anywhere. First announcement in the after party, as always, if you want free resources, guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, everything you need to help you on your mindfulness meditation journey, just text your email address to, you should have this memorized by now if you've been listening, what's the first step? Plus one, then 631, then 337-8298, plus one, 631, 337-8298, and you will get an automated email to your inbox with all of those resources just for you for free speaking of free when you pre-order my book stop messing your life how to be deeply present in an unpresent world you get three hundred dollars worth of free resources is that did i say that right three hundred dollars worth of free resources Well, you get $300 worth of resources for free. I think that one is correct. These include uh, a number of my guided meditations and courses. And we're not talking one-off meditations. We're talking seven-day sleep series, 30-day gratitude series, seven-day anti-anxiety coaching series. People have already pre-ordered the book and gotten these resources, and they're using them now and talking them up highly. So if you haven't done that yet, time is running out. 
because this offer is only available until December 31st when the book comes out. So make sure you head on over to stopmissingyourlife.com to get the book, which you can get in audible format or from Barnes and Noble or IndieBound or Amazon, wherever you want to get the book. It's there. Get it. Oh, an alarm. Did anyone hear that? That's so embarrassing. Sorry. I'm not going to keep this in the recording. Alarm is off. Stopmissingyourlife.com. Get all the resources. It's there for you. Enter your order number and all of the bonuses will be sent immediately to your email address. And if you do that, or if you've done it already, and you're like, Corey, I didn't get the resources, it might have went to your, uh, gone to your spam or trash folder. So check there. If you still didn't see it, send an email. We'll make sure you get them. And lastly, if you're enjoying this podcast, please head on over to iTunes. Leave us a rating or review. It does go a really long way. Uh, for us spreading the good word of this podcast. And it's been super exciting to watch it grow. The feedback has been phenomenal so far. So thank you all for the feedback um, because I'm taking it in, I'm integrating it, and I'm crafting and shifting these episodes based on that feedback. Uh, So if you're not already in the Practicing Human Facebook group, I'll head over there after this. Just type in Practicing Human on Facebook. Join us. It's a great place where you can um, where you can offer feedback, comment on episodes, say what you're working through, what questions you have. And very frequently, I take those questions. I did it just yesterday with three steps to show up. Uh, someone asked a question in the group, and I take that and I turn it into an episode. So um, it's a great way to stay connected and to offer your input. Practicing Human on Facebook. All right, that's it for the after party. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow and for the second time today. Take care.